ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Challenge yourself. The only way that anything changes is if things change. And if you want your sales job and your career to look differently, you should take positive action to build a career in sales you really want. And I believe that first comes willingness and then comes action. Hello and welcome to Sales Easy Channel. This is a place where we simplify and demystify the sales process and try to help you with learning the formula to truly make sales easy to overcome all the setbacks that are coming your way. And I'm your host, Ale Meyer, sales expert with 29 years of sales experience. And I firmly believe when done by skilled professional, sales is easy. So in today, today's episode, I would like to actually go circle back and talk about uh, challenging yourself in sales career and talk a little bit about the values. So let's dive, dive in. So first, always come willingness to do something, to change something, and then comes action. And if you're willing to make the changes you want to make, you are halfway there. And taking action requires commitment. You know that. Making this commitment in a way that can hold you accountable to your company, to your customers. It's an excellent way to ensure your follow through. And the only way to get better is through continuous practice. You can achieve any sales goals and make progress. You don't have to be the best. And that's the mistake many salespeople think either, you know, number one or, 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 or bust, right? The most important thing is that you actually enjoy what you're doing. If you feel like you are growing, you're developing yourself, your knowledge, your skills, your customers, anything, then you feel like you know what you're doing and you will enjoy it. So seeing yourself get better at a, uh, at a new project, it could be rewarding and motivating. Seeing yourself getting better with uh, handling difficult customers, especially when adversity hits and customers becoming extra, extra complicated, right? When you overcome this adversity, it can be really rewarding. So set yourself up for success by setting goals, right? And overcoming overcoming small challenges that we receive with your customers. Maybe after three, four weeks of good negotiation, suddenly they go dark and you start panicking. Oh my God, we already counted this on and I'm expecting this deal to be closed soon and suddenly they go, they, they're gone dark. They don't respond to my emails. Try to figure out, put some challenges in front of you. How can I figure out what's really happening? What are my options here? And if you want to build your resilience in sales, it happens when you challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to be more, even more compassionate towards your colleagues, more mindful what's currently happening in the meeting or more proactive with the customers. uh, They are not so positive, right? No matter what it is, 
you have to try to challenge yourself in sales. This is how your resilience uh, is growing and you build a, a, a higher levels of resilience. Now, the best place to start challenging yourself is by setting goals. No, it's not going to be a smart thing, you know, what kind of goals should be and how to do it. There are many books written on that topic. But in sales, goals are your necessary component because they help you track progress and stay motivated. Not because your bosses, your managers want this, not because you have an outside external push. It's your internal motivation. And you can start your goal setting in sales by thinking about your craziest dream what would your sales career look like if you had no limitations where would you be what would you do and then create some long-term goals based on what you really want your career in sales to look like do you want to be in five years you want to be big executive with a corner office do you want to retire rich i mean selling like crazy and getting good commissions or do you want to build a, a, a new startup company with the money that you earn whatever it is these are your long-term goals and then once you create them once you write them down then set short-term goals that support and lead up to these long-term goals what are my next step what should i do next how should i approach things what's missing what what am i lacking what knowledge i'm missing right setting the short-term goals enables you to take one step at a time toward a more fulfilling career in sales many times unfortunately we sales people just jump and do things and really think proactivity is the key activity 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 but we never stop and, and think about what's my short-term goal. Not again, not just to close the deal. What am I, if I reach that, if I close the deals, what's in it for me? Am I working to become a manager? Do I really want to be star sales per person? Do I want to become executive to show to my company that I'm a valuable part of it? Whatever it is, think about it. And large part of resilience for salespeople is seeing the bigger picture. Think, think about what you can learn and move from there. So here are some basic instructions how to set short-term goals. Of course, you need to make your goal specific. Instead of saying, I want, to I want to close more, you can say, I want to be able to close two more deals per month than usual, right? Or I want to be able to, to qualify 50 new leads in the next three months, very specific. Then set yourself up for success by setting reasonable goals. What's reasonable? Of course, if you just started dealing with a huge international corporation and you expect next week to close the multi-billion dollar deal, that's not realistic. But that's what salespeople sometimes dream. Dreams are fine, but as long as they have a legs in reality. And if you set a goal that is not realistic for you, then you know what's going to happen. You're less likely to achieve it. And then you can get to know what you're capable of by starting small, working your way up from there. So if you have a good lead, huge, huge corporation, what's my next step? With whom should I speak there? Is the technical side of you, business side of you? What's the, what's the map of the account? The stuff like that. As long as you're aware that you're starting small and working your way up from there. If your goals are time-oriented in sales, of course, you're more likely to get moving on them. If you have a pressure that you need to close three more deals this quarter, guess what? You're going to do it. It's a time-oriented. But again, it's external pressure. Question is here, do you have internal pressure, your own pressure to accomplish what you want, not what your company wants from you? It's a good practice to set maybe two or three small goals each week. Your goal can be, I will actually respond to emails at the end of the day. I'm not leaving my home office or my office until I respond to all emails that I received today. That's a simple one. Or you can put something, uh, you know, like I, I have this project working on. I'm working with another teams within my company. It should be done by a certain time. Then set small goals to help you take it bit by bit. 
Next, when you vocalize your goals to someone else, you're more likely to achieve them. And this is helpful because you have someone on your team rooting for you. You also have opportunity to share your success with someone within your office, within your business circle, and have encouragement that, that when you need it, you got encouragement from your colleagues, from your maybe even manager if you have a good relationship with him, or maybe your spouse that's uh, out of the office. But still, you know, it's important that you vocalize to share your goals, not your dreams, your goals to somebody else. Then you're more likely to achieve them. And one more point on, on goals is acknowledge your effort. If you don't meet a goal, and for example, in one week you said you're going to qualify 20 per week and you qualified, uh, put in the pipeline like 10 of them, right? It's a good opportunity to practice some positive self-talk because you will work harder next week. And when you achieve your goals, no matter how small they are, celebrate. Take yourself out to a nice drink, nice dinner, watch your favorite movie, read something that you really like. But tell people around you and they can celebrate with you. Is it within your company, within your office, in your personal circle? Doesn't matter. But share, acknowledge your effort. And once you reach small goals, celebrate it. So as you think about your goals in, in sales, keep your values in mind. What are the things you personally value most? And how can you live by those values? And using values as a guidepost is a great way to motivate yourself toward your goals in sales. This is an important tool to implement because it will help you during times of stress, confusion, decision-making, when customers are putting extra pressure, when unexpected adversity hits. Your values help you determine the way in which you want to live your life and how to run your career in sales. For example, if you value your community, people you work with, you may invite your colleagues for a lunch once per week, or if you value education in sales, right? You might take another online class uh, about uh, sales strategies and uh, sales techniques that can really help you. Or you can read interesting books or listen to good podcasts like maybe this one. By having a consistent set of values, you're moving towards consistency in your career and co towards meaning in your sales life. So values promote self-motivation and confidence. And your career will be more fulfilling when you know what is really important to you. Why do you do the job that you're doing? That's always a good question. Why do you do what you're doing right now? Think about it. And then what's really important to you? Values can help light the way when you're not sure what to do, especially when the days are dark, when customers are not responding, when situations are uh, so difficult to overcome that uh, you feel like you, your head is going to explode. We've all been there and it's not easy. And, you know, if you value financial success, then you will choose what's, what's really reaching, what's helping you to reach that goal. Uh, many salespeople, they always try to uh, chase the money. Of course, what's my base salary is fine, but what's the commission? That's where how we make decisions to join the company. Many people choose that. Some other people, actually, they, they don't want to travel anymore. During pandemic, they realize, I want to spend time with my family. I want to have a sales job. I can do it from the comfort of my home office. That's fine, right? As long as you are aware these are your values. So what are values, actually? They are concise guides to living your life and having a career that you personally love. When you start visualizing your values, it's important to visualize what they look like in action. It's one thing to value kindness to your colleagues, for example, but it's another thing to use that value to help you be kind to your colleagues, maybe even to your customers, when you actually don't want to be. 
Well, I suggest maybe it may be helpful to write down various scenarios in which you might be able to apply your personal values. For example, in sales, and this is my value, the value of honesty, it might look like speaking up when you're nervous or taking responsibility for your behavior. I mean, if you do something wrong, you did nothing wrong to come to your manager saying, I made a mistake. Hmm? But here's what we can do to save the day, right? The value of safety might look like evaluating risk carefully, right? We don't want to rush to this. We don't want to just close the deal and have million problems coming our way. And if you value actually healthy relationship, then you will actually try to learn as much as you can about your customer you have, what tickles them, what worries them, how they can be seen, uh, as, uh, how you can be seen as a person who's really there to help them, honest help to them to reach their goals, whatever goals they may have in front of them, personal goals as well. So uh, whatever it is, we have to work on, on really working uh, based on our values. Here's a quick process to determine your values. Begin by making a list of 10 things you value personally. So 10 things. Then shorten that list to three to six values and begin visualizing them in your daily life. Write down each value and put them somewhere where you can see them each day, on your cubicle, on your monitor, whatever it is. But uh, you have to see them regularly. And then refer to your values frequently and check in with yourself to see if you're living up to them. I worked, uh, here's one thing, uh, I worked with one guy who was just chasing money. Honesty was not important to, me, to him. And I heard him, I saw him, how he was lying and misleading to customers. And I raised the alarm and actually ultimately he was fired. And I still believe that was right course of action because he ruined it. He, he, it I, I felt like he's gonna ruin it for everybody. We don't wanna be seen as a company who's lying and misleading. Once it, it comes out, it's impossible to save it, right? So I still believe that this guy was fired because of his dishonesty. So if honesty is important to you, you will never ever lie or mislead your customers. You will not be stereotypical salesperson that everybody's thinking we are. Stay true to who you are. Stay true to your values and you will not go wrong. So to finalize this, setting your values helps during times of stress because they give you a guideline for how would you like to work in sales, how would you like to build your career, and how would you like to live. Before you make any big decisions, pause in a moment of mindfulness and consult your values. This is what salespeople need more. The, your values will offer you a stronger perspective. So if you find this podcast beneficial, subscribe and uh, uh, follow, uh, follow us for a more uh, podcast on this topic. And if you have any questions, send me via LinkedIn, send me a message or uh, complete the contact form here on the salesiseasy.com website. And I'll be more than happy to feature your question and give you my honest feedback on it and honest opinion in the upcoming uh, podcast. Thank you for listening one more time. This topic was all about... Uh, values and values to help you light the way when you're not sure what to do, how to build a stronger resilience. This is Ale Meyer and thank you for listening. 
Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric Acid. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.